Good morning. Today is Wednesday, the 22nd of May, 2019. Our psalm today is Psalm 72. Our reading from the Wisdom of Solomon is from chapter 13, verses 1 through 9. We will also read Romans 13, 1 through 14, and Luke 8, 16 through 25. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, you are my God. From break of day I seek you. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to the Lord a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Psalm 72 Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the needy, and crush the oppressor. May he live while the sun endures, 
and as long as the moon, throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may righteousness flourish and peace abound, until the moon is no more. May he have dominion from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. May his foes bow down before him, and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of the isles render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him, all nations give him service. For he delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy, and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence he redeems their life, and precious in their blood is his sight. And precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold of Sheba be given to him. May prayer be made for him continually, and blessings invoked for him all day long. May there be abundance of grain in the land. May it wave on the tops of the mountains. May its fruit be like Lebanon. And may people blossom in the cities like the grass of the field. May his name endure forever. His fame continue as long as the sun. May all nations be blessed in him. May they pronounce him happy. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May his glory fill the whole earth. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9. For all people who were ignorant of God were foolish by nature, and they were unable from the good things that are seen to know the one who exists. Nor did they recognize the artisan while, playing, while paying heed to his works. But they supposed that either fire or wind or swift air or the circle of the stars or turbulent water or the luminaries of heaven were the gods that rule the world. If through delight in the beauty of these things people assume them to be gods, let them know how much better than these is their Lord, for the author of beauty created them. And if people were amazed at their power and working, let them perceive from them how much more powerful is the one who formed them. For from the greatness and beauty of created things comes a corresponding perception of their creator. Yet these people are little to be blamed, for perhaps they go astray while seeking God and desiring to find him. For a while they live among his works, they keep searching and they trust in what they see, because the things that are seen are beautiful. Yet again, not even they are to be excused. For if they had the power to know so much that they could investigate the world, how could they fail to find sooner the Lord of these things? Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle G, a song of Ezekiel found on page 34 of Enriching Our Worship 1. I will take you from among all nations and gather you from all lands to bring you home. 
I will sprinkle clean water upon you and purify you from false gods and uncleanness. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit put within you. I will take the stone heart from your chest and give you a heart of flesh. I will help you walk in my laws and cherish my commandments and do them. You shall be my people and I will be your God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 14. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those authorities that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you, have, do you wish to have no fear of the authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive its approval. For it is God's servant for your good. But if you do what is wrong, you should be afraid, for the authority does not bear the sword in vain. It is the servant of God to execute wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be subject not only because of wrath, but also because of conscience. For the same reason you also pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants, busy with this very thing. Pay to all what is due them. Taxes to whom taxes are due. Revenue to whom revenue is due. Respect to whom respect is due. Honor to whom honor is due. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone. The day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably, as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle P, A Song of the Spirit, found on page 38 of Enriching Our Worship 1. Behold, I am coming soon, says the Lord, and bringing my reward with me to give to everyone according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who do God's commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city through the gates. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to you with this testimony for all the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. I am the bright morning star. Come, say the Spirit and the Bride. Come, let each hear a reply. Come forward, you who are thirsty. 
Let those who desire take the water of life as a gift. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Luke chapter 8, verses 16 through 25. No one, after lighting a lamp, hides it under a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a lampstand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be disclosed, nor is anything secret that will not become known and come to light. Then pay attention to how you listen, for to those who have, more will be given, and from those who do not have, even what they seem to have, will be taken away. Then his mother and his brother and his sisters came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, your mother and your brothers are standing outside waiting to see you. But he said to them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. One day he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they put out and while they were sailing, he fell asleep. A windstorm swept down on the lake, and the boat was filling with water, and they were in danger. They went to him and woke him up, shouting, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he woke up and rebuked the wind and the raging waves. They ceased, and there was a calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? They were afraid and amazed and said to one another, who then is this, that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? Then they arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96 of the Book of Common Prayer. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We are going to use prayers 
for healing as opposed to the suffrages. We're going to pray the litany for healing found on page 30 through 32 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. Um, so the response after each um, petition is going to be today, answer our prayer. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. Let us offer our prayers for God's healing, saying, Answer our prayer. Holy and mighty, wellspring of abundant life, answer our prayer. Holy, immortal one, protector of the faithful, answer our prayer. Holy Trinity, the source of all wholeness, answer our prayer. Blessed Jesus, your holy name is medicine for healing and a promise of eternal life. Answer our prayer. Jesus, descendant of David, you healed all who came to you in faith. Answer our prayer. Jesus, child of Mary, you embraced the world with your love. Answer our prayer. Jesus, divine physician, you sent your disciples to preach the gospel and, hear, and heal in your name. Answer our prayer. Jesus, our true mother, you feed us the milk of your compassion. Answer our prayer. Jesus, son of God, you take away our sin and make us whole. Answer our prayer. Jesus, eternal Christ, your promised spirit renews our hearts and minds. Answer our prayer. Grant your grace to heal those who are sick, we pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give courage and faith to all who are disabled through injury or illness. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Comfort, relieve, and heal all sick children, we pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give courage to all who await surgery, we pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. 
Support and encourage those who live with chronic illness. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Strengthen those who endure continual pain and give them hope. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Grant the refreshment of peaceful sleep to all who suffer. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Befriend all who are anxious, lonely, despondent, or afraid. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Restore those with mental illness to clarity of mind and hopefulness of heart. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give rest to the weary and hold the dying in your loving arms. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Help us to prepare for death with confident expectation and hope of Easter joy. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give your wisdom and compassion to healthcare workers that they may minister to the sick and dying with knowledge, skill, and kindness. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Uphold those who keep watch with the sick. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Guide those who search for the causes and cures of sickness and disease. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Jesus, Lamb of God, answer our prayer. Jesus, bearer of our sins, answer our prayer. Jesus, Redeemer of the world, answer our prayer. Compassionate God, you so loved the world that you sent us Jesus to bear our infirmities and afflictions. Through acts of healing, he revealed you as the true source of health and salvation. For the sake of your Christ who suffered and died for us, conquered death, and now reigns with you in glory, hear the cry of your people. Have mercy on us, make us whole, and bring us at last into the fullness of your eternal life. Amen. I ask particular prayers for protection over, over any powers that would seek to harm us, to block our conduit to God, or to promote discord in our world. For our enemies. O God, the Father of all, whose Son commanded us to love our enemies, lead them and us from prejudice to truth, deliver them and us from hatred, cruelty, and revenge, and in your good time enable us to all stand reconciled before you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, look with mercy on those who suffer and heal their spirits that they may be delivered from sickness and fear. Restore hope for the desolate. Give rest to the weary. Comfort the sorrowful. Be with the dying and bring them, finally, to their true heavenly home. For Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. O oh Lord, in some cases we are at our limit 
we are at the limits of our power to help. For what we have left undone, forgive us. For what you have helped us to do, we thank you. For what must be done by others, lend your strength. Now shelter us in your peace, which passes our understanding. Amen. O God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our only Savior, the Prince of Peace, give us grace seriously to lay to heart the great dangers we are in by our unhappy divisions. Take away all hatred and prejudice and whatever else may hinder us from godly union and concord, that as there is but one body and one spirit, one hope of our calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, so we may be all of one heart and of one soul, united in one holy bond of truth and peace, of faith and charity, and may with one mind and one mouth glorify thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, whom saints and angels delight to worship in heaven, be ever present with your servants who seek through art and music to perfect the praises offered by your people on earth and grant to them even now glimpses of your beauty, and make them worthy at length to behold it unveiled forevermore. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech thee that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of thy favor and glad to do thy will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people the multitudes brought hither out of many kindreds and tongues. Endue with the spirit of wisdom those to whom in thy name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home and that through obedience to thy law we may show forth thy praise among the nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in thee to fail. All which we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to thy merciful care that being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in thy peace. Grant to the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and to all in authority, wisdom and strength to know and do thy will. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness, and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in thy fear. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who sittest in the throne judging right, we humbly beseech thee to bless the courts of justice and the magistrates in all this land, and give unto them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, that they may discern the truth and impartially administer the law in the fear of thee alone, through him who shall come to be our judge, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart, and especially the hearts of the people of this land, 
that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O eternal God, bless all schools, colleges, and universities, and especially those in the Buffalo and Niagara Falls area, that they may be lively centers for sound learning, new discovery, and the pursuit of wisdom, and grant that those who teach and those who learn may find you to be the source of all truth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, we remember before you all poor and neglected persons whom it would be easy for us to forget, the homeless and the destitute, the old and the sick, and all who have none to care for them. Help us to heal those who are broken in body or spirit and to turn their sorrow into joy. Grant this, Father, for the love of your Son, who for our sake became poor. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O blessed Lord, you ministered to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen. Assist us mercifully, Lord. In these are supplications and prayers, and dispose the way of thy servants towards the attainment of everlasting salvation, that among all the changes and chances of this mortal life, they may ever be defended by thy gracious and ready help. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon where there is discord, union, where there is doubt, faith, where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Dear God, I humbly ask for your protection in my workplace, in my community, and I ask your protection over my home that it may be a safe place where the Holy Spirit and the grace and love of Jesus Christ completely fill out and push out any powers, any influence that is not of you, O Lord God. God, I particularly ask for your protection for all of those who are persecuted or abused, that your supernatural peace and grace and healing may flood through them and make them whole that that which the enemy seeks to make wound, wounded, 
you turn those openings that could be ghastly festerings into conduits for your light, into openings for your grace and peace and healing and mercy to flow through. Let all those that the enemy is trying to twist into instruments of hatred, evil, and hurt be transformed into instruments of your grace, love, healing, hope, and joy, God. Lord God, I ask for your protection and mercy for myself and for all who suffer similarly to me as I go forth into my workplace. Lord God, heal the atmosphere. Turn the powers that be in the place where I do my duty into a place of, of compassion and truth and honesty and healing, God. Let me not become bitter towards those who have hurt me, but instead, Lord, let, let this current situation be a catalyst for your tremendous healing. I pray healing and blessing in your name, Lord God, in Jesus Christ. The holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. I pray for Jack and all young people like Jack who go forth into a world that is tumultuous and sometimes just batters us. God, help Jack and other and others like him to know you, to come to you, to find answers and comfort and growth and transformation into young people, young adults, God, that are after your heart and by your design. In the holy name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the grace of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name, amen. So I'm going to do something a little bit different today when I talk about the passages. And it's mostly just because I physically don't have the time to do it. I wish I could spend like a half day really researching the readings. I feel like I'm shortchanging myself and y'all by not being able to do that. But the fact of the matter is that giving up a couple hours in the morning is, um, is already a great sacrifice for me, which I lovingly and willingly give. But I don't quite have the time for research that I would like. Um, and God willing, the Holy Spirit will make it enough. So I think it's, I prayed a lot of prayers from the Book of Common Prayer today, um, and I thank you for praying with me. Part of the reason that I wanted to go through the Book of Common Prayer and pray particular prayers for the authorities in our country and our world is because our New Testament reading is somewhat troublesome to me. Um, and it's, it is an interesting juxtaposition to the Gospel reading. So we have in the New Testament, um, obeying the authorities that be. 
and and this is interesting because it's really hard sometimes I mean even in the military we have an understanding that we do not obey unlawful orders right so if my you know if I'm on the battlefield and my boss goes crazy and he gives me an unlawful order I'm, I'm not gonna follow it and I'll be protected And what this passage would seem to be saying from Romans is that we should be subject to the authorities on earth, just as Jesus was subject. And I think that there's the key, that subjection in the way that Jesus was subject is different than blind following leadership. Because Jesus was subject, but he also showed us what Walter Wink would call the third way, the way of standing up that is neither violent nor passive, right? And in the end, Jesus conquered the authorities. Jesus conquered even death, right? So the big question to me becomes, now that we've settled the blind following, right? Because I don't think it's that God reached down and put particular people in power. I think it is that through the power of God, which granted us free will, people have come to power. And so uh, I really honestly don't believe that this passage says, nor do I think that, that Jesus or his followers would, well, I can't really say or his followers. I don't think the intent is to say that um, rulers are divinely appointed or governors are divinely appointed in the case of our country. But rather that with divine guidance, both we and our governing authorities follow the path of God. When our authorities do not follow the path of God, it does not mean that we can devolve into anarchy. It means that we must choose Jesus' third way of opposition, which we've talked about a bit before from Wink, who, you know, also really points out a point from our, sorry, that was redundant, also really focuses on a point from our gospel reading, which is Jesus turning away from the authority of the family of origin and creating in God's image and reflecting the relationship of God within God the family of God here on earth, you know, and in its most true form, the church is that, but so also should our communities be that. So also should our relationships with our governors be that. All relationships should reflect the holy relationship of the triune God, the only God. I fear that this passage has been twisted to give abusive power to those in positions of authority. And by this passage, I mean our New Testament reading. And, and really, once deformed, the message becomes 
not a godly message, but a message of idolatry. And we in our country are in a pretty sad place where we have made materialism the authority and money the idol. And the quest not for holiness, but for the amassing of wealth which is actually quite a far turn from what was going on in Jesus' time where merchants were kind of looked on, just my personal parallel, kind of the way some folks in our society look on blue-collar workers, right? That was like a little distasteful. It wasn't noble. So we've evolved in a direction that's different from the context in which Jesus and the first century Christians we're living, but I'm not really sure that it's better. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that it's not better. It's just different and it has different challenges. So just like we were reading about the family, um, paradigm or system or whatever you would want to call it a couple days ago. Now here we're reading about governance. And I think that when we view it within the context of the closing of this chapter, where the writer brings us around the commandments and the commandment to love one another being the greatest commandment of all, I think that it's actually a pretty simple theory. When we all, from the mightiest governor ruler to the lowliest on earth, you know, and, and in God's eyes, we are, we are all equal. The earthly distribution of power has nothing to do with God's grace. But when we all, from the leader to the subordinate, I guess would be the good way of saying that in this case, follow the greatest commandment, which is to love thy neighbor as thyself. And the implication there is that we do love ourselves, which is a whole other thing, right? But when we do that, then we are aligned. Then we are in proper relationship and our systems are functioning properly and in a process that leads in a good direction, in a good and holy direction. And sometimes loving ourselves and loving our neighbor means speaking truth to power or as Brene Brown says, speaking words that are clear and kind. It is not appropriate followership to allow our leaders to function in a way that is sick, toxic, and wounding. We don't do them any favors and we don't do ourselves any favors. And we are not aligned with God's will for, follow, for the roles of followership and leadership when we allow a community to devolve into sickness and discord. Subjection, which is a difficult biblical word, I think, in the context of our modern age, followership is maybe a better word. 
Because subjection is used in terms of, you know, subjects to the king or to the emperor, which is really like all of the people, right? So maybe, maybe the best way to say this is being humans in our society means being brave and truthful and kind and resisting oppression in appropriate ways in good and holy and godly ways. And sometimes love means not tough love in like the 80s term, right? But sometimes love means holding up the mirror so that our fellow human, no matter what position they're in or our system that's in place can see clearly what it's become and get back on track. Peaceful resistance is still resistance. And so I ask for all of us whom peacefully resist, who are trying our best to be followers of God and conduits of God's love and love our neighbor as ourselves and be truthful and honest and clear and kind. May we be guided by the Holy Spirit and protected by God's grace that any junk and cloudiness and discord and evil powers be cleared out of the way so that the message of truth and love and light can shine forth. God, let us put aside the idol of wealth. Let us put aside the ugliness. Let us not be limited by our experience. Let us not say to ourselves, Because the other of this group I have encountered in my small life is like this, or I perceive them this way, all of the others are that way. Let us, instead of seeing what is different, instead of seeking to blame, let us see what is similar. Let us find the same ground truth and let that ground truth of our humanity be love. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we are unworthy servants. Mm. How about this? Almighty God, God of all mercy, we your children, we your co-conspirators, in the Universal Christ Project. We, your beloved collaborators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit 
the honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in God's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.